Are you constantly asking yourself, are my children in the right school setting? Do we as a family love our school option? Lena and I are moms in West Virginia, helping families answer the question, do you love your school? Because we want every family to respond with the resounding yes. Kim and I are here to help families explore the many educational options available in West Virginia and bring hope to families so they feel empowered and encouraged about their education options. Welcome to We Have Hope. Welcome to the first We Have Hope podcast. It's only fitting that we have uh, the founder of Love Your School, Jenny Clark, on with us today. But Leah and I are both here, and we're excited to interview our our boss, if you will, to see where Love Your School came from. Uh oh, I hope we don't get any really hard questions, you guys. Seriously, (laughs) no, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. They're pretty easy and laid back. That's kind of how we want this to be. So, uh, yeah, why don't we go ahead and start off with? Why does school choice matter to you? Where did that come from? Um, Where does your desire come from? Stuff like that. Um, So tell us a little bit about that. Well, hello, West Virginia. People people there need to know that are listening to this that I have a a, like a mini little side obsession with West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's like it's like one of the first I didn't travel a lot. And it's like one of the first states that I like developed a really good friendship with someone who was like from a different state than Arizona when I was in college. So my West Virginia obsession goes back like 20 plus years. It was like one of the first states I visited also. Yeah. Way back when. Um, So lots of fun, interesting stories about West Virginia. Um, But let's get on to important things, which is love your school. So Love Your School, for everyone listening who is just brand new to all this, is a nonprofit organization. And we started this nonprofit. Well, I say we because there's a bunch of us now. But I started it three, almost three years ago this um, upcoming February. And it was really because I was a frustrated mom. And a lot of that frustration, which I know you guys can relate to, came from having to walk through the very emotional, difficult lengthy process of getting my two oldest boys evaluated for learning disabilities. And so we have five kids, two of them, um, our two oldest boys are diagnosed with dyslexia. And it was like a little over four and a half years ago. We were like, okay, we're home educating. Like something is not right. Like I'm doing everything I can, but my kids are really struggling. There's like a lot of tension. Um, You know, I feel like I'm doing a horrible job. Like what's going on? And some other wiser moms were like, hey, you should maybe get him evaluated. So we learned about that whole process, which is actually like like nationwide. It's like federal law, federal individual individuals with disabilities education act law, where even if you're home educating, even if you're at a private school, your locally zoned public school has to evaluate your child for learning disabilities. Yes. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Isn't that Mm -hmm. great? So like, that's so important to know, even for West Virginia families. And so figured all that out, sent an email, went through that whole process. And, um, of course at the end of the process, it was this, gee, ooh, sorry, like, I don't, we don't know how to say this, but we really don't think there's any learning disabilities here for either of your kiddos. We think that it's just um, lack of a proper education. So oh, then it was like, yeah, I know. I, I feel like every okay. parent has like an IEP story. Like one, yeah. of my favorite, one of my favorite memes is is this one that was going around on like Instagram or something like that. And it was... Um, kind of about like, hey, if you haven't cried in an IEP meeting, like, are you really a special needs parent? And it's like, it's, yes. that's it's so true. true. Yeah, yes, it is. It is. 
So we went through that process and we requested like independent evaluations because we didn't, we found out by looking at the law that like we were allowed to disagree with the school district. And so, yeah, we said we disagree and we just realized that it's our legal right to request an independent educational evaluation or an IEE. And that's Mm -hmm. what we want to do. And so we were able to get two full neuropsychological evaluations for our boys covered by the school district. Wow. I know it's crazy. And that's a big part of what we help families do in Arizona right now. And hopefully obviously in more seats is request, mm-hmm. like know their rights and request evaluations. Um, and so of course that paperwork came back and it was like, your boys are severely dyslexic and dysgraphic, which has to do with their handwriting. Wow. I know we didn't even know that those things kind of go together. And so it was like, you can imagine like going back to that IEP meeting where there's like seven people in the room and you're you're, like all intimidated and whatever. And you're like plopping the paper down. Not really because we emailed it to him before, Uh but you're like, like we are validated. Like there is something right here with our children. And so after, um, that experience, like I just started helping other parents like know what their rights were. And then it was really in the fall of 2018, where this idea of love your school kind of started brewing because Arizona's had the empowerment scholarship, which is like West Virginia's um, hope scholarship uh, for, for 10 years. And there was a universal bill way back then, like four years ago. And our family had just gotten on the empowerment scholarship because of our kids' dyslexia. And we like, I kept hearing things in the news about how horrible the ESA program was and, you know, what these Mm. parents are doing and all these different things. And I was like, wait a second, like, I'm a parent that actually wished I would have known about this scholarship like years before, you know, like I would have qualified for it. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really like after like that whole time, which that universal expansion did end up getting stopped at that time in Arizona, it would have made the program open to kids who were not special needs. Okay. Um, and it was like, we got it. We've got to get the word out. Like we need to get the word out about parents' rights, like special education process, like about programs like empowerment scholarships and tax credits, because families just don't know. And how can they utilize resources that they don't know about? Right. Exactly. That's the story, guys. That's the background in five minutes. <laughs> hey, it's phenomenal. I'll take it. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely a lot of parents out there who don't know their rights. I experienced that during the pandemic when my son had a speech IEP through the local school district and they tried to tell me it was virtual. And I said, absolutely not. It says in his IEP that it has to be in person and they That's didn't right. want us to come. And I said, well, then you need to update the IEP. Well, they didn't want to do that either. And I said, What I had ended up saying to the special ed director, because I escalated the situation, was you show me where this rule that changes every couple of months about who's allowed in the school and not trumps my son's rights. And she said, oh, Mrs. Dooley, we'd love to have you come in. I said, I bet you would. Let's make up the time, too, while we're at it. So we went in and he was able to do his speech services in person and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I knew I could fight for this, that I could fight back, that I didn't have to just say, oh, okay, sure. I had that conversation with a friend of mine. Her daughter had an IEP and I said, go in with these questions. I gave her a list of questions. She walked in with a notebook and she was like, they were stunned. <laughs> they thought it'd be a five minutes and in and out. And I said, I know, I know. And so it is important to realize that it's not, I don't think that teachers are not trying to do their job. It's just, there's a lot going on. 
And ultimately, it's up to the parent to to advocate for their child as best they possibly can. Um, And I was clueless until I met Kim and Jenny. (laughs) I didn't even know I could choose. The hope had already passed months before. And I still didn't know until I met you guys. Yeah. There's so many of us. That's where, like, that's where I love both of your stories and just how we kind of all connected to kind of help build out Love Your School, like West Virginia, is that, like, there's an assumption, like, well, there's this many organizations that are working, you know, to promote, let's say, the Hope Scholarship. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we need everybody. Like, we need to throw everything in the kitchen sink about that, like, at this promotion of these programs. Because, Leah, like you said, like, you didn't know about it until Kim told you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what's at stake here? Like the best welfare of our children and the best welfare of our communities in the long run. I mean, this, when you say throw everything in the kitchen sink, it is that important. It is that big. Like there is nothing bigger than our kids period. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's so amazing that you started love your school because that's a, that's a start their education. You know, that's the beginning of it. I guess it does start at home a little bit, but they're at school so much that shapes so much and 40 hours a week. And if their disability or, you know, a learning disability or whatever it is, if that gets overlooked, that's a critical building block that suddenly the whole tower collapses. You know, yes. they're not going to be where they're supposed to be because those steps are just gone. My hair is like standing up on my arms. Yeah. You know, it's such a big deal. It is. So, it really, oh my God. yeah, it really is. It really is that important. So what brought you, if you're all the way in Arizona, what brought you to West Virginia? How did, other than it being one of your favorite states, how did yeah. you end up getting invited here? So, um, it was probably like two years ago now where I had gotten asked by some of the folks at the Cardinal Institute to do some different interviews about Arizona's ESA program and um, participated kind of in a few things with them. And then they asked me um, if I wanted to come out with my oldest son um, when the Hope Scholarship was first getting um, potentially through the legislature, but it died that year. And that was what, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was 2020. We flew out there and my son flew out. It was also like the first state that he had like, oh, flown to, which That's was really fun. cool. Yeah. yeah. He still talks about it. He was 10 at the um, time. It might've actually been. Yeah. So I think it was a little t- two years ago. Um, so he had like, he had such a great time too. He talks about mm-hmm. West Virginia. Like it's so sweet. Aww. Um, but then right, like right when we had flown out was like when there was a lot of like the union, um, like action down at the Capitol and like oh, all this stuff and everything yeah. kind of died when we were like, when we had flown out there to potentially talk with some legislators and folks. And really the main reason that we were there is, was not even like super love your school related. It was just tell us how this program works. Like tell it, Tell us mm-hmm. how it's made a difference in the life of your kids. Um, they wanted to hear those stories and see those stories. And then, of course, like a year later, you guys passed the most expansive. <laughs> yeah, like ESA in the whole United States were like 93 plus percent of kids were eligible. And it was just yeah, yeah it's so incredible. exciting. Yeah. And so th- then the question became, okay, we help a ton of families here in Arizona access the ESA program. We help them with special education evaluations because that a lot of times parents are kind of coming to in a little bit of stress or crisis. So we do talk Mm -hmm. through a lot of that, but then we help them access um, their different options. So what would it look like to help families in West Virginia do the same thing by potentially kind of almost bridging a gap between like Mm -hmm. Arizona and West Virginia families and being like, Hey, are there podcast episodes that we can do? Are there resources? So we even started early on trying to, um, get vendors that we knew that were on Arizona's ESA program. And this was, this was back in like early 
or like fall of 2021, we started reaching out to vendors we knew and just being like, Hey, they just passed this. Like, we want to put this on your radar. Like we want yeah. you to yeah. you know, start servicing West Virginia families mm-hmm. when all that kind of comes out. And then, um, we basically, because of encouragement from other groups on the ground, we basically went out for national school choice week in January. Um, Kim, you'll recall that's where we first <laughs> yes, met. Yes, yes, that is where we met. Uh-huh. And you were like super awesome because I was like super, it was like really cold. <laughs> yes. And and they like whenever they I like yelled at Andrew. Like my first encounter with him, I'm like, you needed to like explain where this was. You can't just write Ogilby and expect people to know where it is. It was in a different building. Like I was all flustered. Oh, I was well, all flustered so- because they wrote the wrong like location. I'm like, it's not at the lodge. This is not the lodge. This is oh, by the you're pool. so funny. It's so a different. Like this makes me feel better because I had like this whole chaotic like airplane experience and then I got there in the dark and it was like snowy in the dark in West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Trying to get to the Ogilvy and I was like, I can do this. I can do this. Like I'm a mom of five. Like I can handle yeah. this. And then the next day I felt I was like, wait, where am I going? What is going on? But then obviously yeah. ended up having so much fun, was like so glad to be there, like to talk about like love your school with the folks that were there. And that's where we met. And then Kim, you were so awesome because you followed back up with me because I was like, listen, like the only way we're going to do this because we're all about like the local is if there are yeah. local moms that really yeah. see the value in what love your school does kind of in our resources, in our, you know, connecting, like all that kind of stuff in our support that we could offer families getting on the hope scholarship. And so that's where I was like, I feel like I struck the jackpot with you, both of you. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, like so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I see is our, the biggest difference between love your school and the other, um, organizations or agencies in West Virginia is that we really focus on empowering the parent to make the calls, to advocate for their child, to advocate for what their family needs to like, here's the resources you do them. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some handholding, if you will, there's some like Lee and I are willing to talk on the phone to anybody. We're willing to go and sit with you to complete things or to make those phone calls. Like I'll coach you through it. I'm, I'm fine with doing all of that, but I really want the parents to do it because I think that's important or for the student to learn how to advocate for themselves. I think that's what sets us apart is that we really want to empower the parents to do it. We really want to empower the students to advocate for the things that they need Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, that, um, yeah, I mean, I, that's the biggest difference that I've noticed with working with the other, um, the rest of the kitchen sink here in West Virginia is that, (laughs) you know, that really sets us apart and we are definitely a little bit more down to earth and, um, you know, kind of go with the flow. Like this is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is life. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that relationship piece is kind of, I think what yes, you guys that's are a big part so, of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. And that's what you guys are so good at is because like we have to build relationships with families. We have to be that support system for them. You guys both know that some families are just like, Hey, I heard about the hope scholarship. I think I like qualify. Send me the link. Right. Yeah. And then there's other families that are needing a lot more conversation. They're needing a lot more support. And so that's where there's so much value in having people, having a team like you both on the ground that can like, that can talk as other West Virginia moms and, and resonate with that. And that's, that's what we did well early on in Arizona where it was Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm here. I want to help you. I want to support you. But you're totally right that a huge piece of it is walking through the parent, the parents through the process, giving them all the information because then once they've done it and once they know all the ins and outs, yes, they can then go help other parents. And that's yeah. the real multiplication that you see when you're doing this work. Yeah. 
So what are your big dreams? I guess my last question, Leslie has one is like, where do you see love your school, either West Virginia or Arizona? Mm -hmm. Where do you see it in five years or 10 years from now? What's your hope? What's your dream for that? Well, like my big, big dream is that we have moms um, and dads like, um, like launching love your schools, like in every single state. And Mm -hmm. I know that sounds like super crazy, but that's one of the reasons why we really updated like our main loveyourschool.org website this year. We we did it so that you could do like a drop down about like what state you're in and then like okay. what you're looking for so that we can get inquiries from other states. And let me just tell you, like last week, I talked to this amazing mom who I think she came across like either the podcast or like our Instagram. And she did that. She submitted online. She's in Tennessee. And we hopped on the phone and she was just saying how she wants ESA, which they had just passed one there and all the different struggles that she's going through with her kids and how important this was going to be. But like, you know, a similar story, how she knew nothing about it and what could we do to like help her. And I was like, we could launch a love your school. Yeah. Like, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And so that's, I think a big part of it is giving people the back end support to get the word out about school choice options in their state. Now, even states that don't have, let's say like empowerment scholarships yet, Mm -hmm. or, you know, which is like the hope scholarship or um, education savings accounts, I guess you should call them is the Mm -hmm. broader term. Um, We still are trying to connect with those families because I've had a few families reach out from New Jersey and they're like, we saw what West Virginia had and we want that too. And so I'm like, Hey, the political environment maybe isn't there like for what you guys want, but let's go ahead and do this. Like you're motivated, you're mobilized. Like let's schedule some zooms. You can schedule some parent meetings. We Mm -hmm. can um, help you guys see the big picture of school choice and what it's doing in other States so that you can start demanding it in your state. And that's how these, that's how these things happen is parents saying, um, I want more for my kids. I want, I want options. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's so important. One thing that I noticed too is that, um, you know, we're we're crossing our fingers for Hope Scholarship to finally get settled in the courts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But even if it doesn't, which like we're not going to speak that into the universe, it's going to pass. It is going to uh, pass. You know, yeah. it is. It is. It definitely is. We're going to speak yeah. that into the universe. But um, parents still have choices. They still yeah. have options. And if they mm-hmm. love this current option that they're in, fantastic. Yep. I want to hear about it. What mm-hmm. is your school doing that you love so much? I had a great experience overall growing up and I attended public school my whole uh, career. I had really, I was challenged academically. I mean, I could have been challenged a little bit more, but I didn't want to be. And so I, I intentionally took the easier classes because I could. <laughs> and um, there's, there's a whole story there, but I, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. I didn't have anything negative really to say about my experience that I had great teachers and all that kind of stuff. And so if that's the environment that parent that parents are in, fantastic. Let's I want to hear about that too. Yeah. I want to tell me that story. What is your school doing that you love it so yeah. much? Because that's awesome. In West Virginia, we also have open enrollment. So maybe you're neighboring another district where that district's not doing that, but yours is. And that could encourage kids to go to your school too. So, um, yeah, it's all of it. It's not just, you know, alternative options to public education. It's all of it. Yeah. All of it. Well, and I'm glad that you pointed that out too, because that was the one big thing early on that was a big difference, um, in love your school versus other organizations is that we right away said at the beginning, we are not going to make a judgment call about what a parent chooses, but we are going to respect the parent and what they're choosing. And so it was easy to say like, Hey parent, like, what do you want? What are you looking for? These are all your choices. And if a parent said to me, 
we're in our public school right now, but we're thinking about switching to another public and this is why. Great. Let me yeah. let me help you with that. Let me walk you through that process. And that mm-hmm. is one reason that I'm really excited about the We Have Hope podcast yeah. is because you guys are going to be featuring not just potential Hope Scholarship families and Hope Scholarship vendors, which is a huge piece of all this, you know, mm-hmm. as well, but also other public schools, other charter yeah. schools, like other yeah. schools that families love. Yeah. And even that just, so there's a dyslexia center in West Virginia. My friend took her two kids there that she had met at that, uh, uh, school choice week event in January. Um, and so that you just remind, I wrote it down of like, I'm going to call them and see if they want to be on the podcast yeah. because, um, I mean, her kids went through like a six, eight hour assessment. I mean, it was oh, wow. thorough, very Amazing. thorough. And like, um, yeah, the interventions that she had for her kids was like, she's like, I would never would have thought to do this. This is fantastic. Like a lot of it had come out of that, but she wouldn't have known that um, had she not went to the school choice event. I didn't know there was a dyslexia center. I mean, I, every single podcast, I'm learning new things. And now I will be telling people about them. Like when somebody says my five-year-old's struggling, he's writing things backwards in different orders. Now I'm going to tell them what's going on. Like, this is phenomenal. Yeah. It's been fascinating listening to her story and, and how it's affected her kids. And for the first time, her daughter, who's in fifth grade, um, got a multiplication problem. Like she did her multiplication table wow. correctly for the first Aww. time. She's like, I've been fighting with her since second grade to do That's this. a struggle. Like fighting with her, like tears. And I'm like, what is and like, wrong? She had a learning disability. Like yes. that is so crazy. They had to change this. the curriculum and boom, got it. She gets it. Yeah, but that's where we need like more and more moms out there sharing with other moms. Like these are resources. These are choices. These are options. Like this is everything that is going on in West Virginia. And like, you need to know about it because there are kids that are struggling out there and there are parents that are doing everything they can and they, they can't act on what they don't know. And so that's what's so exciting about, um, we have hope podcast, um, definitely like the social media, like all the things that you guys are doing there that I'm really excited about making it your own and making sure that West Virginia families know what their choices are. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah we, We're we excited to be here. We do. We love yes. it. We, we always say this is not work. Like this is our daily lives and it's just this like an fun. added cherry on top to the things we love to do already. So, well, that I love working really with happy, you both. Happy yeah. Cause I've, I've never been like, uh, like even when you said boss, I was like, wait, am I? This is my well, friend. I have all those insecurities, yes. right. Of like, okay. Like I know how to be a stay at home mom. I know how to deal with my kids. Yeah, but- um, <laughs> everything else is like really hard. Well, you're yeah. rocking it. You're rocking it. Love your school is the bomb. Oh Not just gosh. because I have an involvement with it, but it really is. It's the bomb. And I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad that you were able to come on our very first episode with us, Jenny. Yes. Like, I'm super so excited honored. to launch this. Me too. Yes. This is going to be phenomenal. And I can't wait well, for all the parents to hear. I am so glad to be here. This was super fun. I can't wait to listen to all the other episodes um, as well. So I hope that all of the listeners today have enjoyed hearing our little chit chat back and forth (laughs) and that you will stick with Kim and Leah and listen to all these amazing episodes that are kind of coming down the pike because we're all very excited and very encouraged about what's happening in West Virginia. So thanks for having me guys. Yeah, thanks for being here. We appreciate it. Bye.